This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons, and of course Michael, sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. Welcome back to part two of a very special episode, the Super Bowl episode. Uh, we thought this was such a, a special one, and because Matt Chatham talked for as long as he did, we thought we'd split this into two episodes. So this is episode two of the Super Bowl, 2001 Super Bowl. So thanks for coming back to us. We're going to take you to Sunday, February 3rd, 2002 in Louisiana Superdome. It's pre-Katrina. This is the, the old Superdome. Your New England Patriots are facing the greatest show on turf for the second time this season. Um, the first one didn't go the Patriots' way, and because of that, these Patriots are 14-point underdogs, the biggest underdogs, I think, in Super Bowl history. Wrong. Uh, oh, that's true. They're not the biggest underdogs. They're the biggest underdogs. Who's the biggest underdogs? At this time. Yeah, Greg, who's the biggest underdogs? I don't know. I looked, I looked it up, and it was some old one. It was 18. Really? Yeah. Oh, the uh, was that the Joe Namath one? It might have been. I'll look it up. Guaranteed a victory. I know the biggest blowout was. I don't think the spread was. Well, this is the. I was talking about upsets. Yeah, Jets called Super Bowl three, eighteen point spread. Wow! Didn't they only score like eighteen points a game back then too? Yeah. yeah. Six, final score was sixteen to seven. <laughs> well, we're not going to ruin the final score of this one. I'm not even going to tell you who won. Cool. <laughs> uh, so we've already talked about the Rams, really, because we saw them in Week Ten. We talked about how great their offense is; uh, they have a solid defense, yada yada yada. Nothing uh, huge in that. So I think we should probably just get into this game because this was a game that I felt like I had watched more recently than I had. But I there was a bunch of plays in here that were. Big place that I completely forgot. Wait, can we? Sorry, yeah. can can we talk about Kurt Warner first? Yeah, all right. Go T. Because I I I went down a Kurt Warner rabbit hole. Oh, all right. I love your rabbit holes. Let's hear it. <laughs> his, his story is ridiculous. It's crazier than Brady's, without a doubt. Really? Oh yeah. All right, let's hear it. Just his rise, like he. He was a third-string quarterback at the University of Northern Iowa. The power is so, going to be, yep. Yeah, Matt Chatham's, uh, I think the same conference. I think they were, yeah. I think he talked yeah. about that. So one double A. Um, he goes undrafted in 1994, goes to the – gets picked up in the for the Packers training camp, competing okay. with Brett Favre, Mark Brunel, and Ty Detmer. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, the coaches, Mike Holmgren, Steve Mariucci, and Andy Reid. <laughs> God damn, that's a fucking powerhouse. Yeah, all three agree he sucks. They cut him. <laughs> 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 so then famously, after he gets Over cut, he's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's stocking shelves at a grocery store for five fifty an hour in Cedar man. Falls. <laughs> oh, boy. Can you imagine anything more depressing? Yeah, cleaning pools. Hey. <laughs> that was like eight dollars an hour. Doing it during a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. 
So then he goes to uh, the Arena League. And so in college, too, as soon as he played his senior year, lit it on fire. He goes to the Arena League, lights it on fire. He, like, wins two Arena Bowls. He's, like, first in the league in yards and touchdowns, all these stats. Um, He gets a tryout with the Bears. And before he goes, he goes on his honeymoon before training camp, gets bit by a spider. (laughs) <laughs> what? And can't compete at camp. <laughs> Where did he go on his honeymoon? What kind of Australia. It's gotta be Australia. Yeah. Some big fuck off spider bit of this. I see sneaky, I think. You know how he was super religious? Yeah. This is just a theory, but he wasn't, you know, he's saving himself for marriage. I don't even know if that's right. true. But as soon as he busted a nut, instead of that like, you know, that like two minute moment of clarity you have. Yeah, he just had like a six month one. <laughs> it's like, it's just skip the bears. Yeah, he's like, fuck this, dude. What am I doing? <laughs> I can okay. do so more with my life. That's, that's my theory. And then so, the, after okay. Okay. so then he goes to NFL Europe, plays for the Amsterdam Admirals with his backup, Jake DeLome. Didn't know that either. Didn't know that. Shit. Yeah. Um, he lights it on fire in Europe as well. So everywhere he goes, he's just been tears it up. Yeah, tears it up. Um, he ends up with the Rams. They pick him up as their fourth string quarterback, and they put him up for the NFL expansion draft when the the Browns were expansion. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were like, "Nah, we don't want him." <laughs> <laughs> and then. He somehow ends up being the backup because they like traded Tony Banks and Louis Steve Bono. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And then Trent Green towards ACL. And all of a sudden, your starter is Kurt Warner, 1999. <laughs> yeah. And what does he do? He throws for 4,300 yards, 41 touchdowns, 65% completion percentage, God damn. Four, 14 touchdowns in his first four games. God, back then too. That's crazy. Yeah. Wins wins the MVP, wins the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl MVP all <laughs> in his first season in the NFL. <laughs> Good just Lord. just a ridiculously meteoric r- rise. How old was he when he first got a shot cuz I mean he went 45 bounced around, huh? Right. Yeah, I mean, he graduated college in 93. So nice. yes, 6 yeah, years after that, so it's probably 27ish. Yeah. Graduated 21. Late 20s. Yeah. And then signs a seven-year contract right after that year. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Imagine his wife. She must be like, God damn, I hit the jackpot. (laughs) Finally, all that was worth it. This time last year, you were making five fifty an hour. I was a breadwinner in this house. Yeah, for real. And then uh, the rest is kind of history. I mean, back-to-back MVP or two out of three years MVP. Mm-hmm. I mean, he lit it up in 01. So this is his third year in the league. And he's just yeah. been, this is like, I think the height of his career. Yeah. Yeah. Spoil, I mean, he falls kind of, he falls apart after this game, but this is peak. more than anything, right? Yeah. That actually, funnily enough, it was a lot to do with the thumb. So he, you get the thumb injury in this game. And I, yeah. I think that carried him for like four years. Like, stay. Well, I remember. Him. I don't even think he got it in this game. I think he got it at the beginning of the season. Yeah, that's what they were saying and on the broadcast. Because in the in the last game of the yeah, and it's he's still having issues with it. Here they're talking about him uh, 
like having some like grabby thing that he's always squeezing so that he can like try to get the thumb up but he's like it'll it'll and maybe grabby it just never get better yeah <laughs> i know I, strangely i know what you mean when you yeah, say you know exactly I mean, <laughs> well, easy thing with the springs i'm guessing yeah it was john madden so i'm pretty sure he actually said grabby thing that may have been verbatim I'll, i'm gonna go on record and say john madden was a better commentator than i remember loved him i had i wrote thing. that down too yeah let's go there John Madden, Pat Summerall. This was actually Pat Summerall's last ever game that he did. Good. Well, it was good. He Pat Summerall was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Pat yeah, Summerall. Brutal. He was awful. Well, he would like start a favorite. sentence and just not finish it. And you're like, my are you going to say something Pat next? Summerall thing was that he would fall for every trick play that any team ran. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Because the Patriots did what they've been doing all, all season with a direct snap to, to Kevin Falk. He's like, oh, it's a high snap, and the ball goes over Brady. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> well, he's so, like, monotone, too, and that that one play was the yeah. one where you could tell he was actually surprised because he actually had some emotion in his He voice. did, yeah, exactly. Oh, he's so bad. Yeah, it was rough, but I, I agree with Steven. I thought John Madden was a lot better than I remember because you remember just, like, all the stupid shit that he says? Yeah. But when you actually listen to him, like a lot of it is really good and really informative stuff. And you can see why he lasted as long as he did. I remember he, mom saying that she liked him because when she was learning the game, he would explain it. And he, sometimes he would like, he'd dumb it down. So like stuff that like, I'm like, yeah, no shit. But then I remembered that comment mom must have made years ago where she loved him because he would explain it to her when she had no idea what the hell was going on. Right. Absolutely. And he like jokes around too. Yeah. yeah he was having a great time with it. When the rest are talking about that holding call. And the guy like held his hand for like 10 seconds. Did you see that part? Yeah. He's like, he must got a good one. Look at his eyes. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the referee was like, yeah. he hadn't pointed which way he was going to do it. Yeah. He's like, well, he doesn't know which way it's going, but he, you can tell by the look in the referee's eyes that he's got a good one because they were wide open. <laughs> he, was, he was too. The guy was standing there with his eyes wide open, just holding his fist. Oh, yeah. He did. He was, he was very quotable. Well, I mean, my impression coming away from it, because I've watched that final drive a ton, is him like saying they shouldn't go for it and then doubling down, right? And you're like, ah, oh, John Mad doesn't know anything. But you look at it from the big picture, he's got a point where like they're on the 17, they had no time, minute, whatever, and some change left. Brady's a rookie. I see his logic now. Yeah, they yeah. just gave up a touchdown in like and then, a, a and then minute. halfway through, yeah. he, he switches. He's like, you know what? Never mind. I'm on board with this. Yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. yeah, no, no, listen to him back now. 20 years later, I've changed my t- I'm sure I know he said some like silly things, but they're never like stupid, they're never wrong, like you'd say right. for like a Dan Fouts. But they're not super biased either. He didn't seem to be like crazy biased. No, it was more just like excited to to watch yeah. a football game, kind of like you see with Tony Romo these days. We're just excited to see yeah. good football being played. Love that too. Yeah, it had that that like joyful feeling to it to me also this is the best super bowl logo of all time in my opinion i yeah. like Bowl logos i don't even remember them really but this one it's awesome oh this was the peak and then they they were kind of samey after this one and then eventually they all got standardized and now they're the same thing every year yeah i don't know why they do that either it's stupid yeah yeah i couldn't tell you apparently well, it's supposed to be something different too what do you mean this like one they, was yeah, they had a different logo, and they were like they—they had sold some merchandise with the old logo, and then obviously, yeah. the 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 nine eleven thing. There's a lot of 
patriotic themes around this Super Bowl, so they ended up changing it. That makes sense. Oh, mm-hmm. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just Google it. Yeah, if you Google like a very Super New Orleans Bowl, theme looking logo. logo. Yeah, yeah yep. I like the yeah, I like the the one they went with better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look who did some research this week. Fucking hell. <laughs> Didn't watch the game, but did some research. <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> Greg's like also. The, uh, He's so, like the rain man of Patriots football. He just remembers it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have to watch him. Son of a bitch. Shout out Matt Chatham for putting me onto the LA Kiss television oh, show. Yeah. Have, you, have you started watching that? Yet. Dude, I watched like five episodes last night. Yeah, and it's worth watching? Dude, <laughs> I say, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something that it doesn't make me proud. <laughs> Kelly cried. Excuse me? Kelly cried in in episode three. Tears of like joy, (laughs) tears of sadness, like tears tears of joy. When BJ Bell, the underdog, made the team so he could play with his brother. (laughs) Uh, Kelly was it's a it's a clear sign you're on quarantine. Yeah, it really is. (laughs) Well I can hear her in the background yelling at you. Oh yeah. Yeah. She she's been cussing from downstairs. It was tears of happiness. Tears of happiness. All right, still tears <laughs> over a kiss football team. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, let's let's so we may have to in the future do a uh, like a bye week episode or something. It's worth it. There's there's enough to talk about there to unpack, as Beautiful. they say. And maybe we could do like a mini Prime series of video. like we'll review each episode. Yeah. Well, maybe not that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even better. All right. Do you have any more? Uh, I had some some Kurt Warner notes actually. What do you got? I, so I noticed it in the last game, but they didn't talk about it. But he had this like he had that big long face mask, kind of like similar to Drew Bledsoe's. Yeah. But then it had like an extra loop at the bottom. Yep. I'm like, why the fuck does he have this? I just like to hang his his tie on or something. I, I don't understand why it's that extra thing. But they actually talked about it in this game where apparently his vocal cords got injured somehow. Didn't explain how it happened. I'm guessing he just got like a shot to the the neck or something. But he Steak couldn't talk. Bite. <laughs> <laughs> it's post not clarity. Um, but so they they put that there while it was healing, so it wouldn't come because he apparently lost his voice for like a week or two. Not a great thing. No. So they they had it there for that, and then they left it there so it wouldn't get fucking crazy injury to get. Yeah. Does that even extend far enough down? No, I think it did because he took a shot like directly in that spot from Willie McGinnis at one point. Oh yeah, he stayed in there late and just like I think he actually ended up throwing the ball away, but like Willie McGinnis, top of his dome was like right in his right in his chin. So maybe it did help. He took yeah. a lot of shots in this game. He he took a lot of shots in this game. You know, bloody. I think at one point they said it was 11, 11 hits through yeah. like three quarters on, and. uh he was also at the po- at this point he um he was second in NFL history in attempts without an interception in the Super Bowl with 60 and then proceeded to throw two interceptions in the next 11 attempts. Mm. You know, spoiler alert. But I'm I'm assuming that's been broken since because people just actually throw more passes in games in general but yeah there was i, I took a bunch of screenshots because there was a bunch of like 
stats that they put up on the on the chevron at the bottom and they were some didn't make a lot of sense <laughs> yeah so I, I actually found a video when i was youtubing this of um home video reactions to this game from really? like yeah some people in like these boston fans <laughs> and like the quality is what you'd expect but oh yeah one of, one of the things they brought up was like where the fuck are they pulling these stats from <laughs> i swear to god they're just throwing anything up there <laughs> it's true let me just give you a taste of some of them so at the beginning uh you know when the, the Rams started the ball they showed um the, the rankings of the, the offense and defense the rams offense was best in the nfl the patriots defense somehow 24th in the nfl yeah i don't know stat they're using for that yards probably maybe even that mm. Yeah, 24 seems real low, even for yards. Not sure what that was. Um, but then moments later, they showed the Patriots defense have allowed uh, one opening drive touchdown in the last 26. Class That's a pretty good stat. Well, versus right? Yeah. But they're the 24th ranked defense. I'm not quite, yeah, it's got to be like yards. And then on the opposite side of the ball, this was also surprising. They showed the same stat, but reverse. Patriots offense 19th in the NFL, which feels about right. Yeah. Uh, you know, middle of the road kind of Rams defense. Anybody want to guess where they ranked in the NFL? Like fifth? Higher. Really? The third in the NFL. Yeah, they got to be using yards then because I don't know. It's got to be something like that. I don't, yeah, I don't know what it is. So not not great. Can, there was a lot of uh, – I mean, we'll, we'll, I'll do some more later. But there was a lot of – oh, this was one other one. Uh, the, the Pages defense in the postseason – they were showing that the defense special teams had scored three touchdowns and the Pages offense had also scored three touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> that that goes back to our, uh, our, our three phases of the game. Defense wins championships. Yep. Yes. It can does. you, can you name the five hall of famers that started for the Rams in this game? Ooh, Falk, um, Bruce. Yep. yep. Warner. Yep. He's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, who's a left tackle? Randall Pace? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Fuck. Aeneas uh, uh, Williams? Or- yes. Wow. Well done, yeah. guys. I didn't think <laughs> you'd get that. I don't think we'd get any of those, but we got all five. Also, the white defensive back Hall of Famer, Adam Archuleta. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was. Him Just and, taking um, snaps gets you in the white defensive back. <laughs> him, and, him and Jason Seahorn. Are yeah. Right? <laughs> well, Dre Bly was sick, too. I love Dre Bly. Yeah, was in was good in this game. They had a good secondary. That's a pretty dope name, too. Yeah. Because if he went by like Andre, then not as cool. Like Andre yeah, yeah. You know, dope Dre Bly. Guy. Uh, I, 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 Yo Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. I need to hear Berman. I tried to look up, see if Berman had a uh like a prime time for this, and I couldn't find it. Oh, yeah, I was looking for it too, and I I couldn't find it either. Because a couple of my favorite Berman nicknames are in this. R- Ricky Prol, remember? Prel yeah. Shampoo. And he's yeah, like, right. Ricky Prol shampoos his way for a first down. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, Azahir Hakeem, when he used to go, ha, 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 Hakeem. Oh, fuck you did, didn't they? My favorite Bermanisms. Oh, they're all my favorite. Like, yeah. He's a so genius. Good. 
Yeah. It really yeah. is, yeah. Well, all right. I mean, should we talk about this game a little bit? I guess. Yeah. yeah, all right. So, opening quarter, the Rams actually took the lead, which I had forgotten. Did it's the only lead they'd have. Yeah. Like the 50-yard field goal, which at the time was the third longest field goal. It was only the third field goal of over 50 yards. Oh, uh, they put up a whole bunch of stats on that. Like, yeah, that's the third yeah. longest field goal. And he's like, yeah, yeah. that's one of three 50-yard field goals. Well, no shit. If it's the third longest field goal and it's 50 yards, then <laughs> the other two are going to be at least 51 or more. Uh, and then uh, that was kind of all that had. Yeah, the Pats didn't. They started a bit slow. I thought Antoine Smith, um, I kept like remembering him as more of a, a game changer in this season, but it felt like every game he would start off averaging like two yards a carry in the first half mm-hmm. and then wear the team down and w- would eventually end up averaging four yards a carry. Yeah, he got 92 yards and 5.11 per carry. Yeah. And I feel like this game was the same thing. Like he started off the first probably quarter and a half, yeah, averaging like a yard a carry and then started wearing them down and, and breaking bigger runs. It's the Derrick Henry effect. Yeah, exactly the same idea. Or even a Corey Dillon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to blunt as well. Um, second quarter was probably the most. Like, Rams actually, to open the, th- the second quarter, missed a, a longer field goal, 52 yards. Wait, 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 um, wait. We're not doing best and worst for quarters? We're going to do it by the half. Oh, jeez. Why, you got a Oof. best and worst for every goddamn quarter? Yeah, of course. All right, you know what? Fuck it, let's do it. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> yeah, I me mean, neither. Fuck it. Sure. Bullshit. Something. There's a. You said we didn't do nothing in the first quarter. We set the tone. There's right, back to back plays where where Tabucky like absolutely laid lumber. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, on the that sidelines. one on the sideline. Yeah, yep. where they overthrew him a little bit. Decleated was it Isaac Bruce. Love laying lumber on the crossover. Right, they threw like a crosser, like a shallow crosser to Bruce, and like Law was right there and just like whipped him down. <laughs> I don't know. They were like, they came out and they were just hitting people everywhere. And the worst was first kick of the game was a 40 yard return. Yeah, that's how the Rams started. The Rams won the opening toss, the elected to receive the football, and then took the opening kickoff out to the. And then they punted it to like our one. Our three, actually. Yeah. yeah. That was my best, was um, Tom Brady's first snap in a Super Bowl was from his own three yard line, and they decided to go. Empty backfield and had him throw a quick slant to uh, who else? Troy Brown. Yep. And that was his first ever play from scrimmage. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. You got a best, Greg? Well, I do. I didn't. I, I, I was kind of scared there because I don't remember either of those plays that you just mentioned. So I don't know <laughs> if I just like zoned out for a bit, but <laughs> um, I don't know if this is in the first quarter, but Madden. Or uh, Summerall asked him, asked Madden if he had prowled Bourbon Street earlier in the week. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the first quarter. He's like, I-, I don't know if prowl is the right word, <laughs> but yes, I made a stop there on Tuesday, <laughs> Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> even better. I think that's um, all I had written down. <laughs> we'll call it best and worst. The worst. Yeah. The, the question was the worst. Answer was the best. <laughs> Love it. All right, Steve, do you have a worst? Did you do a worst? Oh, yeah, yeah, worst the, uh, before, yeah. Just ridiculous to, for, to yo. You can't get right to yo. Oh, also, they came out as a team. They kind of set that whole yes. bar. I think most people remember that, but 
Yeah. I have a note here. When did the Crazy Train intro start? It was in place at the. Were they playing Crazy Train on the intro in the Super Bowl? Yeah. I don't know. Apparently, I didn't watch the first quarter. (laughs) Well, the the YouTube one that we. I thought they came out to Crazy Train. In my mind, they did. Uh, We'll fact check it. Also, Even there's a Super Bowl episode. Something's never changed. Uh, there's some co- there's some controversy about when this game was to be played, as Matt kind of mentioned in the interview. Yeah, just because of the 9/11, they pushed everything back, and it, I guess they didn't do two weeks back then, in between the conference game and the Super Bowl. I didn't think so. Because. I was thinking, why wouldn't they just make the two weeks one week and then keep it the same day? But they actually had to move this game back a week. Yeah, that's what I thought. Really? Yeah. So they must have only been doing one week at this point. And apparently there's all sorts of discussions around whether they should like make the playoffs more compact, like play games midweek. Oh, no shit. Like cut out a week of the season. Mm. Um because they, because there was like some automobile show already yeah. booked in, yeah, in the stadium for that that weekend. Yeah, because I remember like right after nine eleven happened in the in the Boston Globe, there was articles talking about how like even directly after this happened, they were already like NFL was already on the phone with like the people, like I think it was the the Metrodome people, um, uh, Superdome rather, yeah. and uh, they were like trying to convince them to push the, the the auto show huge thing and uh it's the fucking super bowl yeah so exactly tell, but tell it, them to beat it you know apparently they did field or something but it was literally like like a few days later they were talking about this and it was just like so complete. yeah so apparently they um they gave them financial considerations yep. and also they let them run free ads during the Super Bowl, <laughs> no shit. I don't, I don't know if it's for the cars or the gotta be right show. <laughs> gotta be the car manufacturer. If you gave me a chance to do a free ad during the Super Bowl, oh, <laughs> it would be so inappropriate. Want. What would that look like? <laughs> oh, it'd be awful. I know that. <laughs> just I think I'm mooning the camera. To yeah, that. I think tone deaf is probably would probably be a good way to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> Half your beard is shaved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Greg Brown wearing a uh, a thong that that has a, an elephant trunk at the front. And he's just swinging it around in a circle for thirty seconds. Mm, hey, yeah, uh, I googled the crazy train thing. There's a blog post by the guy who used to work for the Patriots that did all this. He really? said he did it in '98. Yep. So it started. It did start before that. Yeah. They used to come out to jock jams. Are you ready for this? also did you know that janet jackson was supposed to perform halftime really but they pushed it yeah and they pushed you too come on you know that yeah i don't it's a beautiful day (laughs) and they had all the names scrolling on the big sheet in the middle you remember that steve come on Steve's just trying to be like too cool for pop culture right now. Nah, Steve was in the bathroom taking a shit at this point. I just looked up who did Crazy Train. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I mean, imagine if this was 
and they're doing all this America stuff, and then and then Justin Timberlake yeah. rips off <laughs> and ejects. what a tribute (laughs) everyone's just like saluting around them (laughs) holy shit tone deaf you know (laughs) (laughs) that seems to be the theme of this podcast episode (laughs) Uh, not where I expected this one to go I'm not gonna lie alright second quarter opens up (laughs) Roman Pfeiffer playing safety and laying lumber literally on the first play. Yep. And Kurt Warner taking an absolute shot. Well, they were playing a big zone. It's like he just got a really deep drop. Yeah, it's almost like a tattoo sort of thing where he dropped in that. Yeah, he he looked out of place back there. Even next to the the likes of Lawyer Malloy, he was still towering. What an athlete, though, huh? Right? Yeah. Also, Grant Winstrom looked pretty good. He did. That dude was a monster. Yeah, I had forgotten about him, but he was a good player. Yeah, he, he like they did like a zone blitz where he like dropped into coverage and covered Kevin Falk. Yeah, yeah, he covered Falk. him pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought there was a uh, it was Richard Seymour was out there running down Marshall Falk. Yeah, on one of those pass plays where it looked like he was actually supposed to be in coverage too, because Marshall Falk came out of the backfield and the guy that peeled off to cover him was. Richard Seymour, which doesn't seem particularly. I mean, he still got beat for like ten yards, but he definitely. Yeah, but he still ran his ass down. (laughs) They look good doing it. (laughs) Uh, Although I will say, if we're if we're gonna give him some shit, we gotta give him some props for um, his sack. On he literally takes the right guard and throws him aside, like the guy's just a child, and then just runs straight after. He's like a cartoon. He is, yeah. Cartoon monster or something. He's just. Bigger than everybody else, he he just looks like he's playing with like younger kids. Yeah. It's like Gronk, that same sort of like he's just too big to be what. Let's go back to the second quarter. So, um, Greg, you want to do your best? About... You want to do your best for this quarter? Oh, I think we talk you about know, the fucking quarter. <laughs> I think we'll leave that until we get to it because I think it's going to be Greg's. Um, yeah, so the uh, the Rams miss a fifty-two yarder. And the Pats get the ball at their own 41, which is by far the best starting field position because the two drives before that, they started at their three and at their own nine. So this is like their their first chance to actually get somewhere. And they don't. They don't do dick. <laughs> Nothing. Well, Brady took a shot to um, to Patton, right? That yeah. probably should have been picked off. Yeah. Uh, that, but that was on third down, but the there was a defensive holding call on it, so they got another chance, and then didn't do dick with that as well. They punted. I don't know if you noticed, but this was the the combined tackle on the punt. It was actually a great tackle too. It helped they pin the uh, the Rams deep. But to start the Rams starting deep was uh, tackled by Mike Vrabel and also our friend Matt Chatham on that next on coverage. Question? This I only I would only notice as we talked to him, but when he's talking about how Brian Cox was like on oh, playing on one foot, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, I can't cover." And then like literally, it was like Cox on coverage. Yeah, <laughs> some weird thing where he's like he goes out into like the white the cornerback spot on. Yeah, coverage. he was out covering oh. somebody out like out past the numbers. Like outside and then the it was like a Falk run, and he almost like chased him down from behind. I was like, Jesus. Yeah, yeah no, he was in there for. More plays than I remember because I was keeping an eye out for him too, and he was yeah. in there for a lot of like short running plays, and he made some tackles. But it's know. like those things, like you don't, you wouldn't. That play would 
not have registered at all for me without that sort of knowledge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, that, that's that's kind of why I wanted to do it because you kind of you're able to watch these games in a different light. Because I thought that I would be cooler headed watching these games, and I think in, in some spots I am, and I'm recognizing things like that. But I don't know about you boys, but I'm still like tensing up during some. It's almost like <laughs> I'm not like a, a physical reaction. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'll be honest with you, Andy. I'm not really. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know what happens, this. dude. <laughs> I know, but it's still like I can't help myself doing it. Like every time the the Rams get the ball and and they got the ball into Falk's hands, I, I, like my whole body would kind of tense, like tackle, tackle him, and even though I know how this goes and I've seen this play before. Is that I'm you, with, Steve? I'm with Andy here. Really? I've been getting worked up on these games for sure. Yeah, I, I can't help myself. And then even some of the other games we've done earlier season, like I don't remember them at all. Yeah. So it's like watching a brand new game for me. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I, and I thought I thought that too, and I thought it would kind of like tone down as I start remembering these games more and more. But just it hasn't. I don't know why. But these ones are like just a physical so, reaction. Yeah, and there are parts of them I don't remember too. Well, let's talk about the part we do remember. Greg Brown, do you want to uh, walk us through this? Yeah. Well, uh, you mean the greatest play in Patriots history? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly the greatest, like. 10 seconds of my life up to that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no possible about that. <laughs> yeah. So obviously we're talking about the tie law pick six. They're uh, down three, nothing right at the time. Yeah. Three, nothing. Yeah. Maybe done like anything. Yeah. Halfway through the second quarter. And actually looking back, it was, it was very similar to the high tower sack strip against Atlanta. I yeah. thought that too. Yeah. Where you just saw Vrabel coming off the side, and you're like, "Dude, no one touched him." And you just saw and you him could, coming. Yeah, yeah. And then Warner just kind of floats one up there, and Ty catches it in stride, and does the infamous like hand up as he's crossing, and then <laughs> like the dusting of the ground celebration. Yeah. Oh, yes. I absolutely <laughs> iconic. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I used to do that after every good thing I did. <laughs> I can see you making the bed. It takes know, a trash out. The room and he's like, yeah. he's dusting the floor. <laughs> Dude, I, <laughs> I once did that after um, intercourse with Kelly. And she was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? <laughs> like I was doing it to be funny, but she didn't get the joke. <laughs> Because remember the shrine I used to have? Yeah. Well, there's a there was like a tie law corner of the shrine. Of course there was. And we just like we did it in there because it was funny to do. And then after I started like doing the dance and doing the floor, and she's like, What are you doing? Oh my god. I was like, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> Does she understand now? Yeah, no, she gets it now. I sure. A, a better question. Does she listen to this podcast? Probably not. <laughs> lucky for you <laughs> so That's yeah it. that was a big part of my childhood that play you <laughs> know like still, being being a, still a big part clearly yeah <laughs> being a Ty Law fan and for him to get a pick six in the Super Bowl yeah you know on the biggest stage it was just it was and then he was so swaggy about it too that it was like because that's what you loved about Ty Law was that confidence and it was pretty special huge momentum play yeah. But I do have a note here. That's a personal foul these days. 
That's true. The hit on he got him in the head pretty good. Cool. Yeah, like they were hard. That right tackle just totally blew it too. I forget who it was. And then he goes out for us. I think it was just – well, that was the right tackle who was their backup because their original one got hurt earlier. No, this was his last play, they said. This is his last Oh, snap. that's right. Yeah. That, oh, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. But, like, and, if uh, you watch the replays, you can see him turn inside, and then he turns and looks at him going, crushing the quarterback, and he, like, claps his hands together like, ah, shit. <laughs> Fuck that one up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Been there before. <laughs> Bear with me. I'm looking something up real quick. And then Pat Summerall was like, interception, return for a touchdown. Todd <laughs> Long. <laughs> Dude, was, Jesus, Pat. My notes go, <laughs> six celebration. Pat Summerall, on the other hand, fucking blows. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fucking wake up, dude. Yeah. There's a game oh, going man. on. <sighs> if you don't get hyped for a pick six in a Super Bowl, like, what are you right? doing? You know? That was the second ever pick six in a Super Bowl. Ooh, can we? Is the first one something we'd know? Um, maybe it happened the year before. Oh, that's the Ravens Giants Super Bowl. I don't really remember that too much. It is, yeah, me either. Oh, it was the one year after, too, right? Because that dude from the Tampa Bay, oh, yeah, did he win it ever? Yeah, he yeah. won MVP. They were three <laughs> the year after. Jesus, yeah, so it was Kerry Collins. Got picked sixth by Dwayne Starks. I vaguely remember. And then the year after, Rich Gannon threw three interceptions at Rudy. Uh, two by Dwight Smith and one by Derek Brooks. Wait, who won the MVP on the Bucks that year? It's got to be Dwight, right? You would think uh, it would be Dwight Smith. Dexter McCluster or something like that, but all right. Um, does it tell us? I look? It seems on Pro Football Reference. I'm not seeing it. Super Bowl MVP 03. Dude. Jackson. Baltimore won the Super Bowl the year before against yeah. the Giants. Yeah. yeah. I have no recollection of that. It was like the boring, most boring game of all time. That was that was the one uh, where they had that historic defense. Yeah. Trent Dilfer. That's the one. The one that everybody had. Oh. It's the worst quarterback ever. Is Ed Reed around? He's not, right? Nope, not yet. Not yet. Ray Lewis was, though, yeah. I think that was his, yeah, Lewis's yeah. rookie year, maybe. Oh, is this like Brian Bulaware era? Is that a name? No. You think of Kyle Bowler? No, Bulaware, the linebacker. Oh, yeah. I think that makes sense. Okay. Rod Woodson, right? That's what Rod Woodson era. Oh, yeah. Well, at least we finally got an exciting Super Bowl for that snooze fest here. Steve was mm-hmm. right, though. Dexter Jackson, the safety, was the MVP of Super Bowl yeah. 37. The fuck is Dexter Jackson? And why was oh. he the MVP? I think maybe you screwed up your first three pick sixes in a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. And a, guy, and a guy who had two of them didn't win the MVP? This is correct. I mean, Dexter Jackson maybe. also had two interceptions. Steve, can you can you stat check Andy's stat check? What we what what do you think the odds were for Dexter Jackson Super Bowl MVP? Oh, outrageous! Outrageous! I can't think of another like safety. Maybe uh, I think a defensive player won the Ravens one as well, but like not since then. He he he'll just fall into the category other. <laughs> yeah, Ray Lewis you know, no one. They don't even put the they don't even put up numbers on those dudes. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, you got to call to get to get odds. 
All right, so Pat's up 7-3 now. Yep. Things are looking good. This is how we wanted it to go. Yeah, and this yeah. the defense in this quarter was on just shit stomp. I don't know. I thought they were getting chunk plays, but we were making some solid ones. When Not easily. Because uh, after that, um, Bruski basically just stonewalled Falk on a second and one, like one-on-one. Yep. Just yeah, absolutely just perfect from getting it. And then the next play, Lauren Malloy almost got his own pick. Yeah, but they also on that drive had that fumbled snap that they turned into like 15 yards. Oh, yeah. Kurt Warner was cool, calm, and collected. He just, and like, I had another one here. Snap, picks it up. Everybody, like the entire offense and defensive line, just stopped. <laughs> and then, like, he had all the time in the world, just completed the pass. No I wonder if anyone's ever tried to fake that. It's fumble ruski. Ballsy thing to do. What do you think? That's fumble snap. Yeah, fake a fumbled snap. Well, you just have you just have the guy, the center, keep it and go. That's what the fumble ruski is, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not like a a fumble. You're not putting the ball there, are you? Well, I think they didn't they change the rules where you actually have to like exchange possession. I think so. so, People couldn't do that. Yeah, that that sounds familiar. It makes sense. Uh, So then they punted away. Troy Brown calls fair catch with like nobody within 15 yards of him. He would make up for and it later. Then I got it like a, a football or not football. I wasn't quite sure. Oh, okay. Well, I know which if this has to be the one I, I'm thinking of too. <laughs> they said I think it was John Madden. He said, throw a guy a bone and then you throw him two bones in a row. It's actually not the one I was thinking. No, not the one I was thinking of either. You, I mean, Andy, you have to have the one I have written down. I'll say it. All right, you say it. When he said, "What do you think Ty Law thinks when he sees two hundred seventy pounds of meat coming at him?" <laughs> I had something else actually. What? <laughs> I heard that. And I was like, "There's no way anybody missed that." That was—I I don't even know his name because they were talking about the Rams fullback. And man goes, his nickname is me. And yeah. I've never heard anybody more excited about a nickname. Yeah, that, that was the same play. Yeah, I mean, that's was. a great yeah, That's what they're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Now, Matt was talking about, I don't even remember the situation. I don't, I don't think I uh, Something to do with um, having his, his fingers moving under there or something like that. I think um, I think it had to do with, um, with uh, Kurt Warner getting his, his thumb hurt. It's like, oh, you know, when you when you have your fingers under there, things can happen. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit. But to answer his question, I bet Ty Law was thinking, well, that's not going to fit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd uh, run that down, too. I don't know. I think, I think Ty Law has enough swag to think that it would fit. Yeah, <laughs> I can make this work. Yeah, I can handle it. 270 pounds of meat, no problem. They did make the tackle, too. Yeah, he oh, did. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. Meat. That's an old school football name. <laughs> Such a nickname for a fucking fullback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if your fullback's so, not named Meat. So then we go, what? Stalled out with the Brady on that stunt sack, which he had no chance on. Punt it back. They're in like their two-minute drill, if I remember right. Yeah, they. Yeah, because this is getting towards the end of the second quarter. So they start moving the ball a bit, and then Warner hits Ricky Prohl, who... He is obviously the guy who made the comment about um, oh, like Nile Dynasty is born. That's him. 
People right. were talking about it. What? Them being a dynasty. I know, but he's the one before the game even starts. Turns to the camera and goes, tonight a dynasty is born. Ooh. Yeah. And then Ooh. like every time he'd catch a ball, he would fucking celebrate a whole lot for the fucking four string wide receiver. I thought Oh, it sounds like Andy doesn't like Ricky Pearl. Well, I had always thought that I hated Ricky Pearl because he killed us in this game and rewatching it, I'm like, no. I must have been thinking about Hakeem because he killed us in this game. No, you were thinking of Ricky Pearl because he scored the game tying touchdown. That's how I know. I think that's it. And maybe it was a Carolina game too. I remember him pretty pretty good in there, but so either way, he yeah. definitely hates the Patriots. Yeah, no, I think we'll get to that later because I think he does a score against the Patriots in the Super Bowl when he's with the Panthers as well. But in this quarter, he fumbled a fucking ball like a joke. Yeah, he did. Fumbled it because of? Our boy Antoine. Antoine Harris, baby. Yep, shout out. The most underrated uh, MVP candidate on this team. He's made a couple big plays lately. He's a lot better than... Terrence Shaw. That's back to back weeks. Well, yeah. He got injured, right? Didn't Shaw get injured on that Roman Pfeiffer hit in the first quarter? Oh, the friendly fire is out there. Somebody. I don't remember who it was. I'm pretty sure it was Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. But they're only playing all these guys because they're going with that five DB. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah. There's a stat here somewhere. Where is it? Oh, here we go. So the Patriots defense tonight. This is halfway through the third quarter. How many times they've played different amounts of defensive backs on the field? So your normal four defensive backs, you know, two cornerbacks, two safeties. They did that 12 times. Five defensive backs, which is a nickel. Uh, Ten times. Six defensive backs, which is a dime, which you don't see very often. They've done that 15 times. And they've even rolled out seven defensive backs three times. Half the third quarter. <laughs> like that was obviously their game plan was – just put nothing but uh, pass defenders out there, and then as soon as somebody catches the ball, fucking light them up, and, that, and it yep. worked. And they were so tight in the line everywhere. They're jamming them every single time. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, my, one of my um, – but there was one play where I saw – it was a screenplay to the tight end or something, but Marshall Falk was lined up in the backfield, and he ran kind of like an out. Um, and Willie McGinnis, you could tell, his assignment was Marshall Falk. So he – he saw Marshall Falk going out, and he just ran straight at him to the point where the uh, the left tackle like went out to go block him and realized like he couldn't because uh, William McGinnis was running away from him. And William McGinnis, probably like ten yards in the backfield, just lit the fuck into Marshall Falk and knocked him like ten yards back, and then came back to him. That's what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. And that was the game plan, but and and it it worked all the way through. But it was like you could just see immediately he just made a beeline straight to Marshall Falk. Knocked his ass over and then came back to get to make the play. It was fantastic. Yeah, I, and I think like, I mean, it's part of, part of the reason it's a fourteen point spread, but that turf makes a huge difference. It does. Like, obviously, it's I mean, it's part of their team nickname, for God's sake. So, right. That, that this team is turf. built. Yeah, this team is built to play on this surface. The and the Patriots are coming change. off like, yeah, coming off two wins to get there that are like yeah. slugfests. So you can yeah. kind of understand where that spread came from. Oh yeah, especially yeah, like, since when I'd they played like, in the Patriots uh, in, in in Foxborough on the the non turf, and they still put up. Yep, look sloppy doing it, but they yeah. still. 
pulled away at the end, no problem. I did notice that like everybody was bleeding though, probably from falling on that turf. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Did you ever play on that garbage. stuff? No. Oh, I played indoor on it, indoor soccer for a while back in the day. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. It was just like a thin layer of like carpet with like covering That's, concrete. It's, it's green carpet on concrete. Yeah, it's yeah. it's awful. Yeah, the think, stuff they I, got now is great though. Little rubber pellets. It's yeah, a lot better. Big Although thing. you find rubber pellets in places you didn't even know you had, like three days mm-hmm. later. But uh, but from a visual standpoint, the the turf is pretty cool. That yeah. neon green turf. Oh yeah. Yeah, like the yeah. Pats field doesn't look great on TV now at Gillette, but. It, the colors were popping in this game. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. The blue jerseys on the green grass, mm. quote-unquote grass. Uh, dude, imagine if the Rams had their old school, oh, like yeah. yellow and blue. Oh, oh, yellow and blue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that would have been cool. cool. Yep. It's like, or even the Patriots red. Oh, mm. yeah. Versus now the, we're done. Yeah. That <laughs> Anybody else got an erection? Yeah, that sound you heard was me unzipping my pants. <laughs> So I wear sweatpants to these. <laughs> uh, who wears pants? It's true. I got nowhere to go. I do. Also, I went down. You know, I went down the LA Kiss rabbit hole. I found the most disgusting pair of sweatpants ever for sale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like okay. a full size Gene Simmons face. The fuck was like. Oh yeah, I just did it. Well, I got the kiss where like their faces are right above your dick. Oh yeah, they have some of the tackiest shit ever. I heard like a animal moaning. Was that you? Oh, that was my stomach. Oh, really? <laughs> That's not true. Yes, it was. Jeez. Oh, Stevie <laughs> getting hungry. Right. No, I got poop. Do this before dinner. It's, the, it's the, all the, the poo brewing. Oh, good. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's, all right, let's move this along a bit. I think. Yeah, we'll cut this part out. So that first, once they get that fall, ball back from Ricky Prohl, dropping on the ground like a loser. Um, <laughs> that first, like, Troy bubble screen. Yeah. I thought, again, this is where I was like, John Madden's sweet. He's talking about his first step quickness and, like, what makes him a good screen receiver, makes him a great punt returner. And, yep. again, I was like, man, John Madden knows his stuff. Yeah. But no, that was yeah, a huge play there. It was massive, but I thought uh, an even bigger play. This is going to be my, I think it's third and one. And the page is like just outside field goal range. And Kevin Falk takes like the toss sweep out of the shotgun around left tackle. And the, the left tackle is the guy that Matt Light got injured. And this guy had just come in for this drive. And I don't even recognize his name. Yeah, me neither. Williams. Something Williams. Yes. Yeah, something Williams. And uh, he pulled out and he blocked two guys on that one play and sprung Falk, not only for the first down, but was a, he was able to get out of bounds. And yeah, and get was, down like five, yeah. Yeah, and, and then like two plays later, the Brady Patton touchdown in the corner there. Shades of the week before, Bledsoe to Patton in that back corner, falling yeah. away. My best was like the – in like the live broadcast that's on YouTube, they had like a different camera angle for that. Oh, they and did, they, yeah. They, they like from they the corner straight of on the line of scrimmage, like usual. It was, it was from like the corner of the end zone. Yeah, and it was like set up perfectly to watch like Brady's throw to him. 
Oh, yeah, it was the perfect angle for that play call. You're absolutely it's right. A, like, I don't know, you see it from the replays, you think it puts a lot more air under it, but it wasn't. It was, a, it was kind of a bullet. Oh, yeah, he hucked it in there. It was a tough catch, though. Yeah. I, I think it's it a was. better catch than it was a throw. I agree. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. And it was an awesome route. Like, McClellan, Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Out from the five-yard line. Gave yeah. him those wiggle hips, you know? <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Brady pumped it, too. Yeah. Yeah, that was that out and up. Fake yeah. the out, get the guy to bite, and then get behind him. Perfect. Yep, David Patton's only catch of the game. Oh, shit, really? it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Patton had another play, but it wasn't. That's true, he had that reverse. Yep. Tom Brady out front lead, quote-unquote, <laughs> blocking. But he did that, like, dance his way through the Getting in the, <laughs> through the fray. <laughs> Not great, Tom. Not great. They, they had a stat where this is the uh, Rams' first time trailing by more than eight points all year. Yeah, yeah they had that a was few crazy. stats at, at the end of this, at the end of the half. Uh, one was that that was uh, Tom Brady's first touchdown pass in the last 83 attempts. A bum. Not great, but, you know, timely. Uh, yeah, this is the first time that the Rams have trailed by more than eight points this season at all. And then uh, right on the ensuing kickoff for this, it was the biggest Super Bowl fact, the biggest halftime deficit overcome is seven points. Oh, yeah, they loved yeah, the yeah, overcoming Coming out 14 to three, <laughs> which, you know, is great and kind of sets the table for, you know, year 20 of this podcast, but. Well, also that, I mean, that fumble is huge. Like, I don't think people really talk about that play much. The, yeah. the Antoine Harris fumble, but I mean, massive. 14 3. If the, if the Rams go down and score there, I mean, you're talking about being down at half. This is a whole different. Yep. Having well, done it. It's still 7 3, and it's anybody's game. Yeah. Two scores down. For 14 3, you go into that locker room thinking, we can win this fucking thing, you know? Yeah. And especially yeah. since the Pagers getting the ball back, like to have yeah. to be able to do that, like score and then get the ball back and try again. Like that's, yeah. that's, yeah, it's a whole momentum. And even like, I don't know, the offense hadn't done anything. And even this whole game, their offense doesn't really do much until the last drive. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah, single whole point season. Yeah. The whole yeah. season. Never mind this game. I can't yeah. think of a game this season where I've been like, wow, this, this offense is a wagon. The only one was the uh, didn't watch it. Game. Yeah, no, yeah. You didn't, <laughs> <laughs> no didn't watch any of the games. They haven't been a wagon at all. Based on <laughs> what you guys have been telling me, <laughs> now Brady looked good in the uh, the game again, and he rallied him down from a lot. And they basically said, "Fucking go sling it," and he threw it like fifty something times. So, sling it, Tommy. Yeah, exactly. It's just one of those like typical games. Um, but speaking of underrated plays in this game, I thought the ensuing kickoff was huge. Yeah, I have that note. Too. Thirty seconds left in the half still, and um, you know it's it's the Rams, and we've seen them do this to the Patriots last time they played, where they right before the half just went down and uh, completed plays of like at least twenty yards, a bunch of them, and I think they either kicked a field goal or scored a touchdown like right to right before the half. Um, typical what you see the Patriots do these days. Right. Uh, but Vinatieri, and they actually sent um, Marshall Falk back to return the kick, too, instead of E.O. Murphy. And Vinatieri kicks it away from Falk, 
like right on the the sideline so that when he when Falk catches it, his momentum takes him out of bounds at the six. Which he could have just let it bounce and it probably going out of bounds. Exactly. It was a super ballsy kick to do in the fucking Super Bowl. Because if he if he lets that bounce out of bounds, the Rams get the ball to 40 and it's a mm-hmm. it could be a completely different thing. It's now 30 seconds left instead of being at your own six and they just take a knee and go in a half. So two plays change this whole uh shape of this the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't think Marshall Falk was comfortable doing that. No, I don't think he returns kicks very often. I think it's just you like, know what? Someone needs to tell Mike Martz, do your job. <laughs> and yo, Murphy was good. He was a good yeah. return guy. He had that 40-yard return to open the game, and yeah. I thought he actually yeah. provided a pretty good spark. And that's that's the, the whole theory behind it all, is right? Is like don't Probably change like things just because this is an important game. Just do your job. And Mike Martz is going, oh, God, we need to do something here. We're down 14-3. We need a spark. Yeah. yeah. No, don't do that. Just do your job. You want to hear a quote from John Madden? Yeah. This Patriots defense has done their job. Yeah. Why did you write that down? Uh, because it would be a fucking quote later on from Bill Belichick. Okay. All right. I thought you were just writing down everything you heard. For the next like 20 fucking years. That's his How many pages quote. you got over there, Andy? Uh... Um, I know you notes. I have four pages, and then I have all the screenshots. So it turns out. <laughs> I know you send us your show notes. I never read them. I never read them either. I don't, I don't even know. Fucking. <laughs> I take my own notes. I have two and a half pages. <sighs> I have a half a page on Kurt Warner, and then nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't watch the game, and somehow you're contributing. God damn it! Rain man. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's a good job you're good at this. It's the only thing I am good at. Yeah, that's where I We had our own little spark on the uh, second half kickoff. Patrick Pass. Hell yeah. Returning that kickoff to the 30. Yeah, well, he was like dead to rights in the 15. Yeah, he just squirted out. Yeah. That's yeah. something I've learned this year, like this season. He was a better kick returner than I ever imagined. Yeah. And he's he a fullback like a... too, right? Technically. Mm-hmm. Was he? No, he was I a halfback. I think he was a running back, yeah, but he was he was big. He was built like a brick shit house. Is yeah. that what a halfback is? What? Somewhere between a running back and a fullback? I think halfback was just originally uh, a running back. Yeah, it was just, it was that position like they back in the Which never made sense. Why is well, I just I just invented a fucking perfect description, didn't I? Love it. Sure. He's somewhere between a fullback and a running back, right? Yeah. Patrick Pass, halfback. Why don't you call him a half a halfback? He's a quarterback. There's a quarterback. Oh, oh, I see what you did there, Steve. <laughs> Yo, your mom's so dumb, she thought a quarterback was a refund. Cool. God damn. That was my go-to joke when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, shocking. It doesn't really work when I say it to my brothers, but, you know. <laughs> you get the point. <laughs> Luckily, we know mom doesn't listen to this, even though we've been shouting around every fucking episode. <sighs> then they come out with a, a ton of Antoine. He was This is some of his best runs of the game here. Yeah, and then they actually, I thought they were going for the dagger because Brady tried to hit Patton deep, and Patton yeah. had like two steps on the guy, and Brady just missed him. Yeah, Madden yeah. called it too. Called that play. Yes. Like he Tony did. Romo. Yeah, he did. He's like, yeah. this is the time where you take a shot, and that's exactly what happened. 
And I, I, don't don't know, think I feel if like Brady it killed the there and scores a touchdown. This game's over. As a I feel like it killed the momentum. I feel like they could have just kept grinding it with uh, um, David Patton. Fuck was that? Mom's trying to video me. <laughs> she she knows. <laughs> she knows. You're on the damn podcast, what? Yeah. What are you doing? She won't come on. Answer. Answer it. Right. Oh, I, I can video her if you want. You decline, yeah, mom. I just let her go to voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get on the podcast. Yeah. Mom. 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 Uh, what the oh, she can't f- figure out the phone. She can't figure out technology. That's a shocker. I can't hear you very well. Oh, you're in the middle of the phone. You're doing your thing. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Oh my goodness, you're in the middle of it. Yeah, we were just talking about you, mom. So are you, mom. <laughs> you're in the middle of it too now. You're just talking about how you never listen to us because you don't care. <laughs> you keep saying you will, mom. You keep saying you will. <laughs> <laughs> She'll figure out podcasts in the next 20 years. It'll be worth This is riveting radio. Thanks, Bob. Yep. I love you, Mom. Bye, Mom. Bye, Mom. <laughs> That's great. God damn. Finally got her on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Four months. How often do you call your mother, Steve? Uh, she calls him all the time. Once every 10 days, maybe. Oh, she calls me like every like three days and complains about you, so... Cool. I figured she calls it was me every day and complains about you, yep. Greg. So. She was just calling me to tell me how much of a good, good boy I am. That's correct. <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> uh, that's funny. Well, all right. All right. Where were we? Antoine Smith just pounding the rock. Yeah, but I feel like they killed the momentum by taking that shot there. I don't know. But I, I kind of like the uh, Yeah, I liked uh, uh, his rationale. What's his name? John Madden. John Madden. You know, you're you're already up. They're expecting yep. you to ground and pound. You're in good field like position. Grounding and pounding shot. was working. Yeah, so they take a shot. shot. They if do like a draw that, play to J.R. Edmond that loses three yards. Now it's third and thirteen, and like they're not even in field goal range, and they end up punting it away. Yeah, but if he hits that, that was open. It was the right yeah. play call. Definitely, they yeah. just didn't execute. They just missed it. Yeah. Brady Sneaky has been bad at the deep ball this season. Yeah. He I got agree. way yeah. better at that than Yeah, even like only a couple seasons later. We'll see yeah. in Pittsburgh. Well, you guys crucified me on the Brady emergency episode by saying he was never a great deep ball thrower. That's true. He becomes a great deep ball thrower. Yeah. I mean, he's oh he's has never been the strength. I thought he's like he becomes decent and pretty good, but he's, that was never his game. You fucking listen here, Steve. <laughs> How <laughs> dare you? Uh, zone coverage. We have another Chatham sighting right after this. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> uh, not one of his better things. No. It's called for a fair catch interference and pleads voraciously with the referee. He didn't. It was it very, very close, though. It was real close to, to that not being a didn't. But, yeah, he uh, got away with it. So the Rams started their own 15 instead of further down the field than that. Um, 
and this is where Warner just starts taking shots. Like they they were still driving the ball, but I think they made it to about midfield, and then he took three like real shots in a row. Yeah, Big Rich got him real good on one. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, that that was the one where he uh, he just tossed the the guard aside like he wasn't yep. there. Then like the next play, Pfeiffer does that delayed safety blitz and just absolutely blows him up again. Yeah, so, he's a tough son of a bitch, Warner. He really is, yeah. Oh yeah, he was. And he was just standing there taking it the whole time. He was bleeding from the chin, all sorts of shit. I like Warner. Yeah, how about I like him too? Yeah. I want him to be the new Monday uh yeah, Monday night guy. He does, he does the radio. Oh, does for he? For Monday night, yeah. He's pretty good. I bet he'd be good at that, yeah. Yeah, he's the certainly better than like just have a a good grasp of how the game works, you know? Or Brett Favre. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Dude, he's a good old boy. You can't tell me Brett Favre isn't charismatic. That's probably true. Everybody loves Brett Favre. Yeah, but he's going to ad-lib the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would. going to get a bunch of shit wrong, too, but he also yeah. got a bunch of shit right. Gunslinger. <laughs> yeah, the only times a game he's going to use Gunslinger. <laughs> oh, he's, he just shows up in his... calling a, a Patrick Mahomes game? Yeah. Oh, God. He's not. He doesn't wear a suit. He just comes in his blue jeans. <laughs> <laughs> the blue jean tuxedo. <laughs> Canadian tuxedo, Andy. Yeah, whatever. Denim tuxedo. Call what the fuck you want. We don't tuxedo shame here. That's true. They're beating up on the wide receivers too. There was that one play. Like it was weird. Like I guess it was part of their thing. But like the wide receivers had hit the ground before they got tackled. Yeah. And, and uh, Madden even called that out. He's like, yeah, they, yeah. they do the thing where they get as far as they can and then just fall over. Like, it's and really then smart. Isaac does it. Malloy just blows him up instead <laughs> of like tapping him down. I wrote that down. Yeah, it wasn't like, and I'm pretty sure that's illegal now too. Yeah. And then. But it probably was illegal then, but they, it was the Super Bowl. So you don't call Malloy it. does like the ass smack. It's like, I'm sorry. And Isaac Briss just whips his <laughs> ass in the Smacks dirt. him right back, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was great. Well, that that's the whole thing. Like, I think they're getting in their heads by just being like overtly physical with the receivers. Yeah, and I think it was getting in Warner's head too because of all the timing was thrown off, and he was yeah. he was running for his life at this point. I mean, he had time a bunch too, but he couldn't find people open, so it wasn't exactly, like. Yeah. I think that timing was really thrown off. Yeah, and then the rush would eventually get to him, and then he was. Mm-hmm. Hanging there as long as he could to like, so hopefully somebody would get open and he would just start taking shots. You got to think like those corners that they're just flooding the field with all played pretty well. They it's did, a tough yeah. ass. That's probably why Hakeem did so well is you're asking Wheatley and Sean, our boy to kind of try and cover them. Well, that's their, that's a, always been the Patriots defensive game plan is take away your best options and have you beat them with your third guy. Right. But, I mean, the third guy is awesome on this team, too. It's true, yeah. yeah. I mean, you could even make a case for Ricky Prohl as much as I hate Dude, him. good wide receiver. The trunk candidate had, like, eight touchdowns? Right, yeah. I read your notes, Andy. <laughs> just now? <laughs> <laughs> I read them. I was just giving you a hard time. I read them sometimes, yeah, but not If often. you read them, you'd know you had six touchdowns, but that's okay. Six? That's still a lot. For a backup <laughs> running back? Yeah. Yeah. And he, um, something about him being like a Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland character. Yeah, his, his name sounds like a bad Fox TV drama. Yeah. Like Kiefer Sutherland. 
That made me the laugh. Strong candidate. The drunk candidate. Tuesday nights at nine. Only on Fox. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this team is just a, a wagon, right? You have a you have yeah. to have a perfect game. Not only uh, I mean you under you, you see the game plan, and I bet that's not that crazy to think of, right? Get yeah. physical with them. A lot of a lot of teams probably thought that. But this is like I think the seven perfect back. execution, right? It's you get yeah. yeah, you get turnover opportunistic turnovers. You scored yep. points on defense. You're hitting them at every opportunity. I mean, they're still gaining a decent amount of yards, but they were. You've held them to three points through three quarters. It's yeah, about yeah. as good as you can ask for. It you really can run is. the ball. Yeah, turn turn the clock a bit. Yeah, I mean, like Chatham said, if they hadn't played them early in their year, I I bet they lose this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said that too. I at, in that game, I said it was the most important loss of the Patriots dynasty, and I yeah. was laughed out of the room by Greg and Mike. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I just disagree with anything you say. <laughs> <laughs> really, <laughs> I hadn't noticed. <laughs> that hasn't been going on for fucking thirty years. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just testing you to see how strong your convictions are, Andy. That's all. Uh huh. Like any good brother would do. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, speaking of testing I... convictions, uh, the next Rams drive, Kurt Warner is picked off again by OTIS. Otis. I had forgotten about this interception, to be honest. I always forget about this one. Every time I watch He's it, a stud. This is like the, the sleepy turnover. Like the, you know, everyone remembers the Ricky Pearl fumble and the. Yeah. Obviously, tie law pick six. Mm-hmm. But without this, you know, Patriots are driving to tie the game and not to win it. Right. Yeah. Because this turns into well, this was the uh, the direct snap to Falk that yeah. completely fooled uh, Summerall. But even before that, the play before that, or two plays before that, they tried um, a running back pass with Kevin Falk, which I had completely forgotten about. Didn't yeah. remember this play at all. And Falk, the the pressure was so great that he just had to like pull it down and eat it. It's smart. And get the pass off. Yeah, well, he's covered anyways. Did you see that angle? No. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. the guy was like stride for stride with the receiver. Yeah. And then whoever that defensive end is, what was his name? He was he blew his block up and was right on Falk too. Yeah. What was his name, Greg? <laughs> Dude, um, space and two. Yeah, you're the you're the one that brought him up earlier as well. Uh, Winstrom. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Winstrom. Yeah, he blew that play up as well. Uh, but yeah, at least a, a Vinatieri field goal. So now we're at seventeen three going into the fourth quarter. So yeah, without that, the Rams score two touchdowns, be down, which is exactly what happened. But I mean, I don't know if there are any more things to talk about in the third quarter to do best and worst, unless you guys have something. I blew up my best with Pat Summerall getting foiled by that direct snap. I know that was my favorite. Everybody's <laughs> best. Yeah, the, uh, the running back. Yeah, let's jump into the fourth quarter. Yeah, because yeah, this is this is where it gets good. Well, the Rams oh. start kind of figuring yeah. it out. Well, yeah, all right. So good. I mean, it it ends good, but it starts. Does it? Well, it starts really good because really good. the Rams drive all the way down, and they're going uh-huh. for it on fourth and goal from the three. Oh, even before that, dude, he almost threw two picks back to back plays. Lawyer almost yeah. had a pick that he didn't yeah, see well, at had. all. Oh. Ty almost had a pick. Yeah, on the on the third down. Oh. To try to fade and tie low, they only got his hands on it. And then surprised the they went down, for it. He kind of had to at this point. 
Yeah, I guess. It was like, what, 10 minutes left or so? It was kind of early. Yeah, it was right right at the beginning of the the quarter, but you're down two touchdowns? Yeah, 10 and a half. In this day and age, you probably kick the field goal because there's a lot more scoring, but I think back then might have been a different calculation. That's true. Maybe. But there's also a lot of scoring on both ends, so I think you go. Uh, Yeah, but fourth fourth and goal from the three. Warner drops back to pass. Nobody's open, uh, mainly because Willie McGinnis has form tackled Marshall Falk coming out of the backfield. Within five yards. Oh, oh God, yeah, here we go. Five yards, there's five yards behind Here we go. You can't actually tackle him, I don't think. He Welcome didn't take him to the ground. Bins. Dude, he tried. He <laughs> mauled him. <laughs> yeah, he tried. mauled him, but he's within five yards. You can do whatever Dude, you want. John Madden called that earlier. In the- you can't hold people, though, Steve. You can make yeah. contact. You can't they hold them. They didn't call holding. Yes, they did. Yeah, they called I it. I was like holding. PI or something. No, holding. Yeah. But the result of the play is Warner scrambles, tries to die for the touchdown, if you want it's to call it scrambles. Yeah, yeah, it looks like Brady out there. How slow is Warner? Who's faster, Brady or Warner? Oh, Jesus. Who's faster, Brady, Warner, or Greg Brown? Oh, I'm faster. <laughs> well, I don't know. It out. We keep trying to get a guy at work to do a 40-yard dash to see if he can beat Brady's combine time. You should make him do the triple jump. We <laughs> <laughs> like, can do the shuttle. The, tri- the Patriots only care about the three cone anyway. If you want to make a non-athletic person look really non-athletic, make them do the triple jump. Yeah, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like the <laughs> least intuitive athletic thing ever. <laughs> so you just look like a fucking idiot. Maybe we should. Maybe we should have combine stats. I'll do it. We'll see if we can figure that out. We'll do it. We're in uh, North Carolina summer. Yeah, maybe the next time we're all together. That but that's bullshit ass flag. Should have been touchdown. Should have been game over. So yeah, so Tabucky no. picks up the fumble at the one yard line at the goal line and runs all the way back for a touchdown. It would have been twenty four to three. And then the game again is over. Yeah. Ten minutes but left. Instead, huge swing, fourteen point swing. Rams get the ball back and a first down at basically the one yard line. Two plays later, Kurt Warner, QB sneak, goosed him. Like we talked about. Yeah, and just ran straight up the middle, scores a touchdown, and now it's a little bit close. And Pat Summerall's like, "What just happened?" Yeah. <laughs> Didn't realize it was a touchdown for like five seconds, which definitely let uh, let John Madden go on about goosing. <laughs> and then this is where the the Patriots offense they go three and out, pretty much every drive. Basically. I feel like that always happens, right? Well, like I don't know. The play calling gets super conservative, and they just try to grind clock, and they just go three rounds and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. Not just with the pages, but just in general, I feel like. Yeah, 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 in football. It's yeah. momentum, no, baby. I yeah, I think that has something to do with it. Yeah, once your right. B-hole starts clenching. Yeah, you start getting conservative in the play calling, yeah. and you start getting conservative in just like how you're running the plays. Even like execution, right? You're like... You just kind of tighten up. You don't want to make the play that blows it. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, the Pats D kept playing pretty well, though. Oh, yeah, right. d- well, playing defensively is pretty instinctual, right? You just like run around. But if you're a uh, tight window here, do I just let it rip or do I check down? You know? Right. Yeah. And so you, in this game, this is where Brady would be checking down. Yeah. Well, until the last drive, he would. Yeah. Yeah. But then at that point, you're not. 
your your tie game. You're not trying to contain that lead. You're just yeah, yeah. seeing what you can do on this last drive, and then whatever happens, happens. But there's still that thing that Greg just said, where you don't want to make that fatal mistake either. And that was John Madden's point of taking true. eight, because you don't want to make that fatal mistake. That's true. They didn't. Nope. And yeah, because that's why I was that they had a conversation with Brady. They're like, like we're going out, we're gonna fucking sling it. Because- but if like Otis hadn't made that pick and they hadn't got that three points, right? Yeah, and of course exactly. Brady's going to sling it. But it's even more impressive that he's slinging it to win it. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, back to your point, I think the defense does do a, a decent job in this, but you can tell they're getting gassed. Well, dude, they, like, blew Kurt up again. Yeah, because they uh, – page go three now, they punt, and the Rams, I think, had a holding call to move them back to their own seven. So they literally yeah. started their seven-yard line drive down the field, but not in, like, a typical Rams way where they're just, yeah. like – where Warner has a bunch of time, he's standing back there just picking you apart. Like he was running for his life, completing passes. Like you, you were kind of half expecting him to be like shovel passing it left handed, but still managed to drive almost within field goal range. So we're getting kind of close until Willie McGinnis comes out and puts a stop to the drive with uh, a huge sack. Huge sack. Forcing the Rams to punt. Page get the ball. Could, well, Willie's celebration there too was you could tell was exhausted defensive yeah. player. He's just laying like, on his back, pointing fucking god at the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it was amazing. Yeah, he knew that that was getting them off the field and getting them exactly. Worse. Yep, it wasn't much. Pass get the ball at their own twenty with three and a half left, and basically, I thought they were going to run three running plays, but they didn't. They, um, and then they like burned a stupid timeout too. Oh yeah, yeah. Like by the by this point, no neither team had any timeouts left. Yeah. Which was baffling to me. They're just using them like whenever the fuck they want. Yeah. And there was some stat where the uh the Rams led the league in delay of game pass for such a what you would expect to be a well oiled machine. You wouldn't expect them to have that many delay of game calls. But it did feel like a little disjointed all the way through. Uh but the punt was probably Ken Walter's worst punt of the season, can we say? An absolutely awful punt. I think they said it went 30 yards. And then they cut to Brad Seeley, and he's like, what the fuck is that? Like, yeah. I don't know, the refs or the Lee? Like, <laughs> both? Because that was yeah, the uh, wide-eyed holding call too. on the Patriots. But yeah. I guess well, I mean, they, they had to, uh, would they re-kick it or not, right? I think, well, I, take, I think nowadays you can just take that five yards. And tack and it on. Yeah. yeah. I don't think yeah. you do that. Well, the Rams start at their own 45, which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. And then I'm going to say now. What? Minute 51 left. Yeah, yeah, because they, they, the Pats managed to run it down. To, yeah. So they have the ball at their own 45. A couple of plays later, I'm just going to go out and say it. A legal offensive pass interference on this play is a pick play. Oh, yeah. Of course you are. Are you, are you guys kidding me? They called it well, a little pick. Dude, it's only Madden a pick. even called it a pick. It's only a pick. It's a rub. That you're was a rub. <laughs> you're telling, dude. You mean to tell me, if the Patriots ran that play on offense, you'd be saying the same thing? Yeah, I'd be. No. I'd celebrate the touchdown because it didn't get called. But I'd be like, yeah, it's only a pick if they like actively get in the way of the player. He did. He, he did. ran and he grabbed it. Not so much. No, it was it was blatant. Ricky no, was all alone. So yeah. much so that the yeah, because like, it was a bad play by Terrence Shaw. It was, but it was still an illegal pick play. No, I fucking I can't I can't even believe you guys are bringing that up. I'm usually, 
usually I can tell when you're going to be like, the Patriots got shafted on this one. <laughs> that, that one never even crossed my mind. Yeah, really? yeah. No, I just bad defense. He, Madden called out. He called it a little pick. Yeah. yeah. Like, wow, it's a pick play. Well, he didn't say a little rub. <laughs> it did. Well, he would have called it what it is. Was that illegal? A back penalty. Then? I don't know. He might have well, even said it? got away with a little pick. Yeah, I feel I feel Check like the tape, Steve. I feel like it was illegal, but it wasn't as um as focused on back in the yeah, day. Yeah, this shit never got called. Yeah, that's so I mean it, it's a touchdown, I don't count it, so fuck it. Patriots will battle through that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Ricky Prohl, the uh he of dynasty fame, scores a touchdown. Shampoos his way into the end zone. Shampoo, that's that's right. <laughs> Prohls his way into the end zone. And uh, now we've, we've got ourselves a tie game with how much time left? Under a minute? Yeah, no, one, 137. When they so it took, yeah. It took them a total of like 24 seconds to score that touchdown. <laughs> and three plays. Three plays, 18, 11, and then 26. So that, that kind of puts in context what you're thinking of when Madden's like, uh, maybe they shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like you throw three incompletions, and then punt. They you don't even need to get a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But like, flip side to that is like, if you go to overtime, like, <laughs> what's going to happen there too, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Because it's like you just you got to win it now. You put you, you you did everything right to get to here. Put yep. yourself in a position to win this game. You can't like back down now. You know. Yeah, and I had a I had a football or not football because. He talked about that, and he said you have, you have to let them all hang out. Mm. Well, that is we all know what that means. That's a real one. Yeah, I let them all hang out. Because I mean, that's what, what we're talking about there, right? Yeah, no, he's John Madden said you just got to flop your cock and let's go. Just let them hang, baby. But why? I've never really under. Whenever I hear that term, I think like saggy titties in my head. Is that not what? It, well, I mean, yeah, that's the female. Oh. Really? Well, them hang out. I mean, your balls. Yeah. yeah. Is that, but yeah. then what are you doing? You just pull them around your cock and. <laughs> well, no, you let everything hang out, but it's it's mainly focused on the balls. So because I'll do that. that. Swang. If, if that means the Patriots <laughs> are going to win, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do anything for did, a win. Did I ever tell you about that time that before Kelly and I were dating when I was at her apartment when she wasn't there? Because we were friends, obviously. No. And. No. She had left her laptop open, oh, and I, I pulled my nutsack out of my jeans and like through the <laughs> zipper, and I took a photo with her computer and made her background just a full size <laughs> picture of my nuts hanging out. Of my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> so she opened her computer in class. <laughs> oh no! And I was just staring at my big old bag of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you little old squirrel brain there oh man and then yeah. we I found love in... and we got married <laughs> which is in... not false so Speaking back to the biggest awesome. drive of yeah, of, yeah. <laughs> back to Brady <laughs> hanging it off right yeah. well before that um, we gave Mike March shit about putting um, Falk back there for uh, the Patriots do the exact same thing with Troy Brown returning the kickoff 
all the way back to the 17 yard line. Yeah, and he wasted nine seconds just running around. So Bad coaching, you know. Wow. All right, you're just gonna go out there. If we do not agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, Patrick Pass surprisingly a good return. It wasn't like they weren't getting nothing out of the return game. Right. Yeah. Or, or if you're gonna do something like that, have a play in your back pocket. Like maybe, I, maybe I don't know. Maybe but there the was something. Like unique. Troy handles punts, right? And he's got that short air quickness, like. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense than taking Marshall Falk and be like, "All right, we need a spark, Marshall, go out there and return this kick." Like what? For the first well, time, I mean, is he, it? he had done it before. Like, yeah, Marshall was Falk. his first ever kick return. I wasn't there a play in a, an important game where the Pats tried this and they did like a one of those reverse ones. That was vaguely. <clears throat> Maybe we'll get to that somewhere down the road, but I expected that to be coming, and then it like failed miserably. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. The 17. So, I mean, this is similar, but it's. I looked at. It, it didn't looked seem up. like they had a plan, you know. Yeah, yeah. Marshall Falk returned one punt in 2000, one in 2004. Now what one about kick, kick returns. Well, those are the <laughs> yeah. Returns, that's it. <laughs> what about for the Colts? No, this yeah. is entire career stats. Uh, Three returns. Wow. What about Nine, in college? Yeah. San Diego yeah, State. He's an Aztec. <laughs> he was. I had his football card. I don't know. I'm on pro football focus or pro yeah. football reference. They have a college one. They do not have an arena football one. Damn I learned that the other night. <laughs> Andy, it sounds like you're going to do it. What am I going to do? Um, he had two kick returns in college. <laughs> Sorry, I said maybe this wasn't his thing. Yeah. So when John Madden said he'd done it before, he meant once. Yes. Cool. John Madden just got stat checked 20 years later. <laughs> That'll teach him. But I'm with you, Greg. I feel that it was overthinking it, right? Just put Patrick Pass back there. He's done a yeah. good job. That's what he does yeah, every day. It was a surprise. Yeah. Or if you're going to have a, something like have a, have something like unique, you know? Yeah. Like a Frank Y check. I guess but hey, it worked out. Falk started on the six. Troy started on the 17. He's 11 yards better. That's yep. right. And one super. So. What's your favorite play on this last drive? We all know the favorite. Oh, yeah. Play. Well, all right. What's your second? Uh, uh, the favorite play is obviously Troy Brown. What's your second the, favorite play? The intentional grounding they didn't call. Yeah. <laughs> he was out of the pocket. I do. <laughs> you'd say that. I don't know if he was. There was a receiver in that general vicinity. Yeah. Mine was, was somebody the, running uh, a, a go route down there, but he wasn't that close. <laughs> It was 41 seconds. They're on the 30. Like, it's getting, like, you don't have a lot of light there. And then he dumps it again to JR for the third time in a row. And this yeah. is the one where he, like, makes a guy miss and, like, barely gets out of bounds and, like, fumbles it as he's out of bounds yeah. after the first down. Yeah. yeah. He, stays, he stays in bounds there. Like, we're kind of fucked. Like, over. on the 40 and the clock is ticking. Yeah. Yeah. That, that yeah. And, like, you – You'll see that like type of play maybe like once a season, and er, like just randomly in college or NFL. And mm. every time I see it, I go, "That's the J.R. Redmond play." <laughs> yeah. he got out of bounds. <laughs> yeah. Or more often, you'll see the guy doesn't get out of bounds, like tries to get a couple more yards and gets like three yeah. more yards, but wastes thirty seconds doing it. Yeah, but it is a smart move to do that little like thing if you think you can get back out of bounds because that player, yeah. that defense is playing you right thinking you're walking out right oh yeah, yeah allow them to get out of bounds yeah it was a smart move yeah mm-hmm. yeah 
So they do that twice because Troy Brown did the same thing on that deeper cross. Gets the ball, gets as many yards as he can going forward, then just steps out of bounds. Yep. But always running towards. Um, I thought a sneaky big play was the one after that, though, because they're – I think that puts him at the 36 after Troy Brown's catch. Yeah. Uh, so now I think it would have been a 52 or 53-yard field goal, Madden was saying, or something. And uh, so then they still run one more play. Brady finds Wiggins, his redemption, because he dropped a big one earlier. Yes, he did. That almost got picked. He batted it straight up. Scared the shit out of me. Uh, so Wiggins for six yards down to the 30, and then the uh, iconic Brady spiking the ball and catching it with one hand and just holding it there. And Joe Cool. More great commentating from John Madden there. Yes. Yes. Iconic commentary, too. Yep. Walk me through it. Uh, he said, like, what Brady did just gave me chills or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It gave him goosebumps. <laughs> that gave me goosebumps. It actually yeah. did. It gave me goosebumps Aaron, when he said that. Yeah. <laughs> I and think he said something more. like what that kid right there just did. Yeah. Because yeah. he was. He's a kid. You know? He was, yeah. yeah. And then there's only one more play left. And, and that's we'll an have... iconic call. It, I was that's just going to say, we'll have kill to put Santos. in the... Dude, I have it up right now. Oh, I'm through my headphones, though. Yeah, no, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll plug it in here and post. Can we do our best impression? Give it to me. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Kick is on the way, and it is good. It's good. And then they're all just like laughing maniacally in the background. Dude, his voice. I just put it up on you. Set to go. Snap. All down. Super Bowl champions. So electric. Uh, yeah. I just got goosebumps just, again. The like the first part of that like brings me back to childhood, like listening to games in the car. Yeah. We used to always oh, call yeah, out the hash that, mark. Yeah, yeah. you used to be like left to right or you know, like he was the best radio commentator I remember. Oh yeah. yeah. He, he would paint that picture immediately. Dude, I mean you just like visualize it when you're not watching. I it. never like paid any attention to it. I always did. did. You? Oh, I, yeah. Because I always used to try to picture it in my mind. Oh. Uh, I never really paid attention to either, Greg. Yeah. I mean, it was cool, like filler noise that, like, now looking yeah. back is nostalgic, but I never was like, all right, okay, it's on the near hash, left or yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. You know, I never See, did. But that. I, I never realized I did it until he retired and the new guy was so started doing it, and he doesn't do that. And it started driving me nuts. I'm like, what, what's going on? Like, where's the ball? I don't understand. What down is it? How, like, what's the down and distance? And it's sneaky cool, like, starting a game on the radio, and then, like, you get to your house and you start watching it on TV. Yeah. And being like, this is what, not what I pictured in my head at all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's always I can remember some games where we would mute the TV and put the radio in front of it. Oh, so much better. Yeah. Also, and again, I saw this on that YouTube video I just watched on the Gil and Gino call. Charles Johnston, not even excited. Oh, yeah. He was really? yeah, like, immediately really cuts to yeah. him, of all people. Yeah. And he's, and he's just, just, yeah, cool. just like yapping at the camera for some reason. Yeah. 
Well, he was listening to Pat Summerall's call, so. <laughs> and it is good. The Patriots are Super Bowl champions. Yeah. Unbelievable. He, he did say unbelievable, but like in the le- in the most believable tone you could imagine. <laughs> oh, good lord! I think Tom that was Brady a thing, comes- though, wasn't it? Like the monotone play by play people. Probably, yeah. Because I, I think uh, what's Joe Buck is trained in similar, yeah, fashion. Yeah. Kind of, you know, yeah. where they're supposed to like maintain, like not they're do supposed emotional. Supposed to report what's going on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And the color guy. All right, so Not Gil Santos, though, huh? <laughs> no, no. I mean, he Push had it together. Yeah. The best part is, like, he has it for, like, the first 10 seconds of that. Yeah. And then he's like, fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm celebrating, baby. Yeah. It's good. And right, the people in the background just going nuts, like, in the studio with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the best part. You can hear everybody yeah! in the background. <laughs> So good. And Wani packs him, runs down, does the snow angel. Yeah. It just brings, cool. you're right, Greg. It brings you right back. I remember like standing up and, and punching the ceiling so hard that I like shredded my knuckles on the, the popcorn ceiling. I think dad did the same thing. Yeah. Because every time I talk, he's still that's the, still the first thing he's, he talks about is scraping his you fucking exactly set of balls on Adam and Terry, huh? Yeah. Dude. Well, thing. 48 yard, but that could have been a 50 something. Yeah. yeah. With a with a stat on the screen that says has never missed a field goal in a dome, yeah. <laughs> and he just says "fuck you, buddy." God damn right, I haven't. And then they bring that set up every single time he kicks in a dome, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, another stat that uh, I forgot was um, the New England Patriots uh, early in the fourth quarter. They showed a stat: they're eleven and zero record when leading after three quarters. So the Patriots were twelve and zero after leading. In the in the their franchise history, <laughs> I think it was that season. <laughs> but it may also, hard to tell. I think I thought I heard him say that Brady was the youngest quarterback to win a Super Bowl at that he point. Was. Yeah, he was yeah, the third youngest to play. Ugh, talk about how times have changed, huh? Yeah, mm. I don't think that's just, I don't think. That's, yeah, so he's got that and the oldest, right? He's got both bookends to that record. He oh, he doesn't have it. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't anymore. He's definitely. The oldest. I think it's Big Ben now. To win? The youngest to win a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. That's a pretty sick like bookend to your career, though, right? The yeah. youngest quarterback to win a Super Bowl at the time and then the oldest to win a Super Bowl at the time. Like that true, yeah. that kind of speaks to Brady's legacy, right? And it's still going, if we're honest. There's 23. Benny. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah, he was 25 when he... He had barely raped his first woman at that point. <laughs> oh. God damn. Yeah. We'll cut that part. <laughs> I just like my mind instinctively goes to rape when I hear the name Ben Roethlisberger. Jeez. All right. So let's do some best and worst. Greg, what are your best and worst of this game? Um, can I phone a friend? Yes. Andy, what are your best? <laughs> Let me. You guys go first. I haven't thought of. I haven't. All right, all right. Um, and we've talked about most things. A uh, couple of my favorite small things. Uh, Troy Brown, when David Patton scored his touchdown, was so busy celebrating. They showed a picture of Troy Brown going and getting the football and like carrying it back to the sideline for uh, 
for Patton so he could keep it, which just feels like such a typical Troy Brad. And then also uh, they did the halftime interview with Bill Belichick. Like, so uh, uh, what, what second half adjustment do you, do you think we need to make? He's like, uh, stay out of long yardage on offense. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> Ron Pitts. He, that was one of those interviews where he's like, I know this is going to suck. I'm going to ask him one question and then yep. send Thanks, it coach. right back up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pat Summerall said he's gotten easier to talk to. Yeah. Billy Belichick <laughs> has gotten easier to converse with. That was like, Jesus. Uh, and then my worst was um, the t- the broadcast, the, the little anography in the corner. Whenever it was fourth down, the fourth, the, the down and distance marker would show as yellow. Hmm. So it showed up every after every third down play, it showed up as yellow, which is exactly where they put the flag on the field marker yeah. as well in yellow. So every third down play, I thought there was. A- oh, that's that's that's, that's a good lead into my my worst Ooh, is is like that feeling when your team like this is the Tobaki Jones in, in reference to that the the touchdown call back that feeling when your team makes a huge play and you hear the announcer go. Oh, there's a flag in the field, and you're just like, "Fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's nothing. It's really the worst feeling ever because you go from the highest of highs down to the lowest of lows. You know, so mm-hmm. true. Yeah, and you're just like sitting there hoping and praying that it's not against your team, and you're like yeah. yelling at the TV, like, "Just tell us what the fuck it is!" You know, <laughs> you're losing patience immediately. Yeah. Like, it's been two seconds. You're already yelling at the refs, like, <laughs> "Figure it out." <laughs> <laughs> I look, let me see this replay. Let me see this replay. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. You're like preemptively mad at Dude, the that refs. was within five yards. It's totally yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. fuck. All right, and my best, um, it's just the image seared in my mind. I think this is Antoine Smith. Yes. When they show that back screen and he's like high-stepping onto the yes. field with his helmet in his hand. I always yeah, that, yeah. That's like burned in my mind in my memory yeah it's just i don't know it's just a cool unique reaction yeah that I don't, and yeah. belichick hugging lawyer malloy and his daughter. yeah daughter pretty daughter. cool yeah yeah there they were like- there were a lot of images that were like seared in my memory from this game you oh know my God, yeah. like oh, yeah. obviously him catching the ball with the one hand yep you know Got even gil santos's call like those certain like things that just you'll probably never forget, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Never. I mean, if I haven't forgot it in 20 years, I can't imagine. It's never happened, yeah. Yeah. Although I've I've done a fair amount of drugs, so. I mean, you're the one really working against it, so you still don't remember it. (laughs) All right, Steve, what's your best and worst? My worst outside of listening to Pat Summerall was (laughs) you can never tell how many timeouts are left on it either. Yeah. Right, so you never because like everyone's just throwing timeouts around willy nilly, and you're like, well, well, what number timeout was that? And like yeah. nowadays, all like the on-screen graphics will tell you how much timeouts they have left. Yep, yeah. This one's just tell you the down and distance. All season, it wasn't like that. Always like none of them just had like timeouts left. Yeah. Yep. No, I agree. And then the best is just like rewatching the game. Like if you got two hours, it's a little under two hours, it's definitely mm-hmm. worth it. Just because there's so many little pieces in there. I was like, man, if that had gone differently or if that had gone differently, this whole thing would have been different. And it's just awesome to like experience the whole thing again. Yeah. It's better than highlights because you get like that feeling of the flow of the game. Like even the way the announcers are talking about things where they're like, oh, 
the Rams, you know, they could get back into this game. And you're like, yeah. I remember feeling that anxiety at the time. And yeah, especially we've all watched that last drive, right? So I can, you, everyone knows play by play on the last drive, but to like yeah. watch all the other plays leading up to it, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, just to remember the feeling before that, that last drive. Yeah. Makes it just feel that well. I think we've done a, uh, a solid job on this two part Super Bowl special episode. Yep, covered it like Ty Law covered Isaac Bruce. Oh, girl. All the way to the end zone. <laughs> there was one play there when he, like, broke on Bruce's – he ended up tripping, but it looked like he knew what uh, Bruce was running before he did. <laughs> and the, the, the filming practice thing did cross my mind. At the <laughs> I was like, there's no way anybody's that good. <laughs> Oh, but it's Ty Law, yeah. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And Dre Bly did that early uh, later on in the game too. On yeah, on that crosser or that slant. On that, on that slant play, we knew what was coming. So maybe, maybe it's the other way around. Maybe Marshall Falk is so upset about this because he knows that mm, guilty conscience actually did film it. Yeah, he just assumed that everybody's doing it. It's like those like pastors that like preach about hating gays and then they're banging, you know. Yeah, they're caught in the choir the, boys on the side. Yeah. yeah the men's bathroom yep. with their stance yep. too wide. Yeah. He hoth doth protest too much, me says, or some <laughs> shit like that. I definitely butchered that. Uh, I'll tell you. Uh, you guys know it? Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're close enough. The the lady doth protest something. Yeah. Steve, you got it? Nope. No, you, you know what I'm talking about. Though, I know what you're right? talking about, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> right. Cool. I think you're close yeah, enough. <laughs> I just butchered that. <laughs> uh, I'll take it. Yeah, we'll put it in post edit. Yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> okay. Like that. Is this a royal way you're going to do this for me? You editing this you're one? right. I have no. I I say this all the time. Like, <laughs> cut that out. I have no control over what's getting cut. <laughs> Andy <laughs> does um, it all. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and since this is the end of the season, shout out Andy Brown for yeah. all the organizing, all the editing, all the internet database, the whole fucking nine yards. <laughs> Social media, tweeting at Matt Chatham, yep. doing everything. Yep. Sure, not, yeah. This isn't possible without you, Andy. And I've yeah, thor- thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, good. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been awesome. And that's the that's... only nice thing I'll say to you this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily the year's done, boys. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I appreciate you boys doing this. I don't know at the beginning we said that uh, all I asked of you was to last a whole lot longer than I think any of us. Are. This is only the beginning, I think. So, yeah. On to, on to next year. Yeah. No days off. That's no days off. <laughs> Except for maybe two season. Yeah. I, we should just do some stupid episodes. <laughs> you just want to do that kiss Greg. Oh, dude, I I got some stuff down the rabbit hole last night of just kiss kiss <laughs> merchant merchandising in general. Whew. Save it, save it for two thousand two, baby. All right, <laughs> all right, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure, and we will see you next season on the Patriots Dynasty Podcast. All right, see ya. See ya later. All right, let's play us out with "It's a Beautiful Day." Hey, 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 hey. I bet you two would probably come.